Hello, this is The College Wallet, and I'm Nina Chalone, and today I have my roommate, Claire Pedrick, back on to talk about how we budget as students. So she can introduce herself now. Hello, my name's Claire, joining Nina today to talk about budgeting. She was on the intro episode, so I'm happy that she's back. So basically, we put out a poll on the Brown and White Instagram a couple of days ago. So thank you to everyone who participated in it. I really appreciate your responses, and it really helps with this episode. So I'm going to pull those up now so that we can kind of look over them and discuss them. I will obviously not say your name. So one person said, I keep good track of my meal swipes and only use an amount of dining dollars per day so I guess that's like about you know a meal plan but that still counts still good answer that's good because a lot of people get to the end of the semester and either run out or have like 200 left yeah and are like (laughs) using a bunch of swipes at the end that they could have used during the semester true I feel like I did this also when when we had meal plans and we'd go to the grind and I'd be like all right today's a coffee day like I have an extra swipe yeah because we always had unlimited so we get like the seven swipes a week and know like that'll get me two coffees and three sandwiches yeah (laughs) And the swipes are kind of a weird amount, though. So I feel like they don't cover everything. So then I would always use my dining dollars just as like extra. Yeah, for like the change Mm -hmm. because they're worth like they actually changed the amount that the um, swipes are worth. Really? What are they worth now? I don't know. Okay, but they did change something. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay, somebody. Well, okay, a couple of people said either poorly or I don't or I don't budget, which I respect that. Um, I do attempt to budget, but that doesn't mean that I do a good job. And I feel like a lot of college students, like, I don't know, we don't really have fixed incomes unless you do. Good for you then, I guess. But yeah, it's hard, especially if your parents had always done that with your money. Like some people have help from parents then you come to college and don't know how to be responsible for your own money. And Yeah, I agree. Um, this next person said, don't spend during the week, spend a fair amount on the weekends. Okay, that kind of makes sense because I feel like if you're going out on the weekends with friends, like yeah. that's when I spend all my money. Do you ever see those TikToks and the people try and do like no spend days and they color in their calendars? So they'll be like, oh, I want a whole day without spending today. And they like color it green. Ooh, no, I have Yeah, it. And then like if they spent like money only on food or necessities, they color it in pink. And then if they did something fun, they color it in like orange. That way oh. at the end of the month, they can see like, how many days they did something fun. Wait, that's cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) this person said I try and then parking services and the university (laughs) make that harder did you write that one (laughs) (laughs) somebody said I avoid spending and hope for the best fair enough that honestly sounds like a good method I feel like a lot of people don't really like don't really think that much about it before they graduate because right now we are in a really weird time where we're kind of expected to pay for a lot of stuff but at the same time like don't have fixed incomes and then one more person said I don't (laughs) so okay well Claire and I are basically just going to talk about what we do not that we do it right I need to like put a disclaimer before we start talking about it um not saying that either of us like do it right it's just our own perspective and I feel like we talk a lot about this at home just because we're both very conscious (laughs) Claire said poor I I guess the words poor (laughs) I guess that too um so Yeah. yeah so I feel like our expenses as college students, if we're assuming that like our tuition and our rent are already paid for, um, include like textbooks, going out with our friends, ordering food or groceries, 
just like general shopping is there anything else you can think of um yeah no and included in that would be like you know getting your nails done or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah just stuff that you want to do but also if those are all like non-essential expenses I mean I guess groceries are an essential expense but you know what I mean um we don't really have specific incomes besides like a part-time job that you might have or work study so Claire and I both work at Taylor Gym um and then a part-time job I work at Cactus Blue Mexican Restaurant sometimes um it's kind of hard to like find a time because shifts are like six hours and I don't really have six hours in a row to do things especially as a student athlete like just don't really have that kind of time but I do work there like once or twice a week ish um and that you know being a waitress pays better than a work study job but work study is obviously easier yeah I worked at Starbucks in the fall and that was like weren't in season so I had all like my weekends free so I would work Friday Saturday Sunday and it's just hard like Mm -hmm. yeah it helps take a lot of the stress out of budgeting because you have more financial freedom but then since you're working more you have less time to do things yeah so it's kind of like a catch-22 (laughs) my cousin one time said to me like oh you shouldn't be working in college like you should be enjoying the college experience we know yeah I feel like a lot of people say that I'm like well (laughs) I wish it could be that way yeah so what do you do Claire to like budget your money kind of okay so I don't really have a specific like I know Nina is very um official (laughs) with her budgeting I saw her (laughs) writing in a book the other day it kind of scared me (laughs) but basically for me Since I work like three to four shifts at Taylor Gym, I like to just allow myself to spend that money. That way, like once my rent and my groceries are paid for, the only spending money I have is the money I'm making at the gym every week. So it's not a tremendous amount of money, but that way I know like my savings account is staying stable. My like checking account will fluctuate, but only by the amount I'm bringing in. That way I'm not like putting myself in debt since I don't work at Starbucks anymore. Mm. So then I have like anywhere between 50 to $100 every week. And that includes like, I use that for gas. So it's like, okay, well that's $30. (laughs) So then I have like, you know, 40 to $60 to spend on like going out to eat or buying clothes or my car just broke. So I had to pay for that. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I try to base it off how much money I'm bringing in. Yeah. I feel like budgeting at this time in our lives is weird because people are paying for different amounts of things. Yeah. Like some people are paying for rent. Some people aren't like, I'm not saying, you know, It doesn't really matter one way or another. It just influences how you budget your own money and what kind of money you have for yourself. So like we're speaking from our own experience, but everybody else has different experiences. So yeah, I also work at Taylor Gym, um, but... I I actually don't know how much I make per week at Taylor Gym. It comes in like every two weeks in direct deposit, but I don't work really that much because my schedule is not super conducive to it this year. But ever since, I actually should have brought it here with me. That would have been a better idea. Not that you can see it, but <laughs> <laughs> I have this like little orange book for, that I bought from the dollar store and I bought it when I, fir- when I got my first real job um, as a waitress. And that was when I actually started making like, you know, not bank, but like making money for myself. And I started writing down everything that I like everything that I was making and then also everything that I was spending. This was an idea for my parents. And as I talk more about this financial stuff, I realized that maybe my parents know more about this than I give them credit for. But I started writing down like by the month how much I made and how much I would spend and like the dates. I know that actually is crazy. So I'm not really suggesting that anyone else do that because when now that I say it out loud, it sounds kind of sounds very anxiety inducing. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> kind of absurd, but, but I it's don't a good know. way to keep track of your money. If your overall goal is to keep track of your money, like, yeah, maybe if it's causing you anxiety, it's because you're spending too much money. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like whenever I look at it in my bank account, it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't do it justice. Like I don't, 
I can't see the breakdown as well. So because some things come in every two weeks, like some things like as a waitress, like you have to deposit cash if yeah. of tips. So it just, I don't know. A lot of people say, oh, like cash is not real money. And I agree because I keep like a little bit of cash in my wallet. And then I'm like, oh, it doesn't count if I spend that. It just disappears. And I'm like, it didn't it, come out of my bank it account. It definitely <laughs> went to good use. I'll tell you that. I don't yeah. know where it went. Girl Scout cookies. Like yeah. I guess just whatever's nearby. Mm-hmm. And like it was never in my bank account in the first yeah. place. It burns a hole in my pocket. No, yeah. I it's like it though. Mm-hmm. Did you get cash tips at Starbucks? Yes, every week. Okay. So, so. That was always my spending money in the yes. summer. That's how I would do it. Like At the marina, the place that I work at home, I... I actually could be wrong about this. So this is not like a financial statement. This is just what I remember. I swear we make like three fifty an hour. No, yeah. But everybody should be a waiter or a waitress because you make absolute bank. I was just thinking about like next fall, I'm definitely going to get a job because yeah. like now it's nice that I'm not on the track team anymore that I can have more free time. I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah. But in, in the fall, it's like, all right, it's time to get a job. And I was like, maybe I should be a waitress, but I've never been one before. So mm-hmm. it's like, do I really want to learn being a waitress for like one semester? But I feel like it's a useful skill to have because yeah. it makes you a lot of money and you can you can do it anywhere, you know, like if you need Any, to move. There's restaurants everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also feel like waitressing is a really interesting student job because it almost makes you not want to do anything else. Like, yeah, because it's like you make so yeah. much money. Like I'm making so much money doing this. Why would I want? Why would I want to go get an internship that's going to pay me absolutely nothing? Yeah. When I could make bank being a waitress. Yeah, but that's why I feel like a lot of people don't go to college because they yeah. think like, yeah, like once you go to college, your potential earnings in the future are much mm-hmm. higher than they are being a waitress. But at the moment, being 18 and making a thousand bucks a week, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, literally, sounds crazy. So now that we just went into a whole <laughs> breakdown of being a waitress, um, I would really highly recommend. That wasn't the purpose of this episode, but honestly, I would really New recommend. New name, become a waitress. Yeah. But circling literally all the way back to, piggyback, budgeting. <laughs> to piggyback off that point, <laughs> um, I was talking about the little orange book that I have that I like break down by the month, whatever, all that crazy stuff. And then at the end of the month, I like total up because I mean, it's only big enough that I can really write what I spend and earn just like for a month's time. Um, And sometimes I have to go onto the back of the page because I spent too much. But it really makes me realize when I look at it at the end of the month, I'm like, wow, that's like either I spent a lot of money or like, wow, I didn't spend anything. Or I could be like, oh, my God, I spent so much money on coffee. But that's like like these five dollar coffees are adding up. And Mm -hmm. suddenly I spent eighty dollars on coffee this month when we literally bought a coffee machine. So we would stop buying coffee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then at the end of the month, I add up everything that I spent and everything that I earned. And I have this like fancy percentage breakdown that I didn't come up with it. So, again, I'm not saying that you should follow this, but. I didn't come up with it. I got it from my dad, I think. I feel like every time I'm like, oh, my parents told me this. My parents told me this. So I don't know. Maybe you just trust my parents. <laughs> I, I do, but that's just me. Um, so I'll take 40% of what I earned and put it into my savings account. And my savings account is really like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I keep a little bit of money in my checking account. And then when it runs out, I like take money out of my savings account. Wait, I actually want to know what you about that. How does like, what is your savings account for? Literally emergencies. Yeah. Like since I pay my own rent, my rent, I I can't stress myself out trying to make $100 a week at Taylor Gym, like saving that for my rent. So it comes out of my savings account and then like literally emergencies. Like for example, when my car broke the other day. Yeah, I was going to ask Savings account. Like if I need 
gas, like I better save the money in my checking account yeah. or else I'm not getting gas. That's exactly what I, I have like a little list of things I wanted to talk about here. And that's exactly what I have under savings. It says like I dip into that for big purchases only. Yeah. So and like if I want the new AirPods, I have to have the money in my checking account. Yeah. That's not a savings account expense to me. Yeah. No, it's like big things that are necessities kind yes. of like if my car broke and I needed to get something fixed like yeah I would use the money in my savings account or like rent like stuff like that um although one thing specifically that I use my savings account for that might be not controversial because nobody's arguing with me here <laughs> but is that I use it if I'm gonna take a big vacation no me too I was gonna say that like when I buy my pl plane tickets to go to Florida it comes out of my savings account yeah unless for some reason my checking account is like very high at yes. the moment like, yeah Exactly. Like I do a lot of traveling, but like I do a lot of traveling on my own budget and like like budget traveling, not like staying at five star hotels. Yeah. Um, and if I'm going somewhere without my parents, then like I'm paying for it myself. Um, and that money also comes out of my savings account, kind of just because I feel like vacations are they're not a necessity per se, but that's something you save for. Like yeah. if I save my money, I want to spend it on things I must pay for, like car insurance and stuff. Yes, and then stuff I'm gonna enjoy. Like when I went to the Keys, like mm -hmm. I just literally moved like thousands of dollars to my checking account. It's like I'm just gonna spend however much I want to spend because yeah. I saved all this money. Like and this mm -hmm. is my one big vacation. Like I'm gonna go have fun. Yes, exactly. That was my thought when I was in Europe. I was like, oh, I'll just like it doesn't matter. Like I'm only gonna do yeah, this once. Exactly. You know? Um, and then I take 30% of everything I made. I'm saying everything as though it's a big amount, except all the thousands of tens yeah. of thousands of hundreds of dollars she makes every month <laughs> being her waitress. Aside from <laughs> over the summer when I make like a decent amount of money in the during the school year it'll be like you made $100 this month <laughs> please save 40 of it yeah <laughs> so 30% I put in my Roth IRA which I did open when I was 18 I don't remember if we talked about this on the intro episode I think we did but I did open it when I was 18 and you can put $6,000 in it a year so um, she maxes that out probably the first week of the year yeah obviously um no I don't I <laughs> don't kidding. think I've ever put <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever put $6,000 in it a year but I feel like something is better than nothing you know for sure that's like really a good thing to have my goal would be that when I have a real adult job I would invest the $6,000 and then like anything left over that say like another month ends and it's like oh the 30% to the Roth IRA but like I already put the six thousand dollars in then I would put it in savings I think but I don't know I've never had that problem so yeah. <laughs> um and then 25 percent I have for spending so that's just like literally everything except big purchases like we were just talking about that's like small monthly bills like groceries and like Spotify and stuff like that 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 stuff kind of adds up like yeah, Amazon Prime you pay for your own Amazon Prime I do girl get on someone else's like who your parents yeah that's true my mom uses anyone else I, I just use my mom's or my sister's but I get my I get free Hulu with it not that I need Hulu because I'm also signed into your do you Hulu. know how much I pay for <laughs> Hulu a month $1.99 it's another way to budget hop on your friend's accounts yeah my sister has the family Spotify plan so mm. I hop on there and then I try to donate five percent of what I make each month um yeah so donate is like a strong word also when my dad suggested this to me he was like oh well I donate like 10 percent a month and I was like do you know how much money that is yeah like do you have any idea when you're a college student I can't even afford to like get myself a coffee 10 percent is a lot so I put five percent Originally, he suggested like 20% spending, but I put the extra five on there and then I put 5% for donating. Um, I do donate to St. Jude's, but 
every month it's like, oh, do you want to donate like 20, 50, 100? And I'm like, I want to donate $7. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of the same thing that like a little bit is better than nothing, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's kind of it. Anything else you want to add about budgeting, you know, hopping on your friends' accounts? How can, how can we save money as students? Okay, I think something we didn't talk about that might be helpful is like grocery shopping. Mm. Like make smart choices. Like yeah. if you're one of those people who like always grew up with name brands, like the store brand is the same thing by the store brand if you're actually like needing to save money seriously. And pay attention to what grocery stores you go to because like C-Town is very expensive. True. I like went in there two times and like a gallon of milk was like $7. It just does not cost that much a giant. And it might be harder if you are a first year and don't have a car. Yeah. So, you know, that needs to be taken into consideration. But if you do have a car and choose where you shop, definitely like you can go to Aldi. Like that's like a cheaper option a lot of the times. And plan before you go. That way you don't like overbuy what you need. I'm a terrible grocery shopper. She is. (laughs) I was like, I never want to go grocery shopping (laughs) with you again. (laughs) But I just like buy... I, unless I have a list, but I get confused about what I would possibly need on a list. But you organize like everything else in your life and then you get into the grocery store and you're like, it's a free for all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a really terrible grocery shopper. So I should totally take this into account. Right. So if you're like really serious about it, which I am not because I don't know, I like time doing other things, but my mom like looks at the the flyers for the week of what's on sale and then like goes crazy um coupon shopping and uses the coupons on the things that are on sale and gets like literally my closets at home are like filled with things because you're like well the cheez-its were 10 cents after i used my (laughs) coupons and after i used my sale and bought six of them and used two different cards to split (laughs) it up into orders and they were 10 cents claire do your friends want any like so you know they're there, if you really had the time to dedicate to it, there's ways like that to save. But also I feel like you can think about what your priorities are. You know, like for me, I don't mind spending money like when I go to the grocery store on like fish. Like I really, really like salmon. and Not that cod is that expensive, but like I really like salmon and I like shrimp. So like I don't mind spending extra money on that stuff that I know is going to like make me really happy. Or like yeah. strawberries. They're so expensive, but I really love strawberries. So I will buy them. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really need to like buy a sandwich at Saxby's or can I go home and make it myself? Yeah, exactly. And like some things at the grocery store too, like, you know, buy if you sometimes the name brand is better. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'll buy the name brand of this. No, buy the store brand of this. Yeah. Like granola. You have to get the kind of granola because if you get the store yeah, brand granola, it's, it's not going to taste terrible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I guess just having your priorities. And then I don't know if you're really serious about budgeting and saving your money i would really recommend the method of writing it down but you have to be absolutely crazy like me um so that's to each their own yeah i know that like for me i actually find it less anxiety inducing but like i it feels really good to me like see it that way and like see it on paper and all organized like that but i know that it's not the same for a lot of people like i suggested this method to my girlfriend and she tried it for about a month and she was like this is stressing me out i don't i i could never do that maybe when i have i think it only stresses me out because like i said i and probably spending more money than I should. And also mm-hmm. because I don't have that much money. Yeah. But I think once I have a real job, that's actually definitely really important. Because yeah. especially like, all right, we're out of college. We're making like thousands of dollars. And now I'm like, I can't even conceive I of what I would a do lot with of money. that much money. I don't know what I would. I'd be scared for myself. Definitely. That's a good point. Like people, if you, okay. 
I know a lot of people said on the poll that like they don't budget their money in college, which is totally respectable because like we just said, like yeah, there's just so many factors. But it's really scary. I think if you graduate and like get a job that pays you like seventy thousand dollars a year, and it's like, oh my god, what do I do with seventy thousand yeah. dollars? And that's when people end up, I think, spending it all and without like saving as much as they mm-hmm. probably should. Yeah. So I kind of like the percentage breakdown, but you're right that it's more useful once you graduate. Because like I said, right now, like, all right, I made $100 this month. It really doesn't make as big of an impact on my collective savings as if I was making like thousands of dollars a month. Exactly. And another thing I'll also do is like, I've done this, like no matter what job I've worked, like let's say I get paid and it's like $334. I'll put like the 300 into savings Mm. and save the 34. Yeah. Literally for no reason. No one told me to do that. Nothing. I I feel like I've heard of that. I like this savings account to be an even number most of the time Mm -hmm. um I don't like to take like five and a half dollars out of there so then I'll keep like you know let's say the extra leftover that doesn't reach the hundred in my checking account for fun yeah wait also I know we said this on the intro episode but um I recently opened a high yield savings account and I feel like that's a good idea and I saw the girlies do it on TikTok and they were like you have to open an alley high yield savings account I I'm not interested when I get on finance TikTok I'm like (laughs) get this off my for you page I'm trying to relax But I saw it on TikTok and I was like, all right, fine. Like I've been convinced it's really aesthetic looking if that matters to anyone. It's like, <laughs> it's like the, the website is really aesthetic. Yeah. And you have like buckets that you could put your money oh, they had, in. They had a teenage girl make this. Yeah. No, like their marketing team is doing well. But um, then I went to visit my family and my uncle was like, oh, I just recently opened. And my uncle like worked somewhere in the finance industry. So like he knows, you know some stuff about this and he was like oh I just opened an alley high yield savings account like have you heard of that and I was like yes Yes, actually but okay so we're gonna wrap this up now we actually talked for way longer than I was expecting um as as per usual yeah so look out for another poll on the brown and white instagram and that's pretty much it so Claire do you want to say goodbye bye woohoo time for the outro the College Wallet is a production of The Brown and White, created and edited by me, Nina Chalone. If you liked today's show, we hope you'll come back for more. Find new episodes every other Friday on The Brown and White Spotify channel and click follow while you're there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.